Welcome back to another episode of Abundant Life Podcast. I'm Jay Danell, and as always, I'm here with my boy Leo Lopez. Welcome back, lifers. Boy, do we have a great show for you today. We hope you're ready. Let's go. Lifers, lifers, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Abundant Life Podcast. As always, I'm Jay Danell. I'm here with my man Leo Lopez. That's right, that's right. Yeah. Lopez, come on, <laughs> come you, on. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. over here whispering, you know. <laughs> Welcome so, back, life first. <clears throat> uh, so we got What's uh, our topic? What's our topic oh, come today? On, man. We got some good. We got some good. Something that everybody want to talk about. What we doing? Come on, man. Tell them what we doing. That's right. That's right. We talking about the money. Wait, wait, wait. What we talking about? We talking about the money. Right? Here comes the money. Of course. Here we go. Oh, 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 abundant life, abundant life. Okay, abundant life. My man, Come the up. money, the money get people happy, right? So everybody want to talk about the money, except when they hear they got a budget. Oof. Now everybody want to. Uh, yeah, now you ready to hang up? Oh, I thought we was talking about dropping bands. Yeah, no, no, no. no um, no. we do want to talk about the money today again. <clears throat> abundant life podcast, faith, family, health, and wealth. And today we talking about that money. That wealth, you know what I'm talking about? So at the end of the day, we're going to get in your pockets today. Yes. And we're going to ask you what's in your wallet. You feel oh. me? Right? What's in your wallet? Lent. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. That's right. That's right. So we're going to talk about this money real quick. So, again, <clears throat> we're talking about achieving an abundant life. Like, we want to talk about, you know, your finances, right? Some that's a tough topic to really get into a lot of times, right? Because nobody really want to talk about the money unless they making money or somebody giving you money. Some people just kind of say like it's like taboo or like you know. Yeah. Well, you know what? The people that say it's taboo is usually the people that they money equate to bills, right? It's like ah, money mean bills because mm-hmm. wealthy people talk about money. They're talking about investments. They're talking about being able to have a portfolio. They're talking about putting their money up. Where Real can they estate. strategize? Mm-hmm. Right? Real estate. Stock market, that's wealthy people. You know, unfortunately, what a lot of us do is when we talk about money, we cringe because money is usually flying out of our pockets at a rapid rate. Rapid rate. Right? I mean, we paying, we going to work just to come home and pay bills. And that's life. That's life. Go to work, put in that nine to five, come home, we paying bills. But I'm here to tell you, and Leo's here to tell you, it ain't got to be like that. It does not. It does not. Um, one key thing you said earlier was budget, budget, you know, that's not a dirty word no. budget. I think that's been one of the biggest things that that's helped us out, um, is a budget. A lot of times we, cause here no one really, I don't, I mean, I didn't get te- taught that in school, you know, and oh, they don't teach it. They don't no, teach that in school. They want you to go work a nine to five and not be an owner of anything. They don't teach that in school. N- no, none of that. Right. <clears throat> they just want you to work. Yeah. Go home. Go back to work and pay your bills, yeah. and that's life. But we're here to tell you that is not the abundant life. Mm-mm. If you want to achieve the abundant life through wealth, right, that's the topic today. We're going we're gonna to cover some things. We're going to tell you some things you could be doing, you should be doing, and how you can do it. So uh, we're going to cover some of those things with uh, with your wealth. But, again, don't forget uh, any questions, uh, anything that you want to uh, send us for prayer requests, et cetera, allministries2 at uh, gmail.com. Again, it's allministries, the number two. At gmail.com Send your request in We like to continue to read them Keep them coming in We appreciate it All the support And then Right now If you listen to us on Spotify Go ahead and uh, 
you know, give us a five star and subscribe and tell your friends follow, about us. Follow us. Follow us, you know what I'm saying, so we can we can continue to get out the good word on abundant life and abundant life living. So let's talk about some of these things. So let's talk about wealth, right? And um <clears throat> I know my man Leo wanna give you, you know, his take on a portfolio. So let me tell you yeah, real quick, well, so Leo's <clears throat> for those who do know him or don't know him, I'm gonna tell you real quick, like Leo is a huge Dave Ramsey fan. Okay. Mm. I'm gonna give Dave Ramsey hold on, we gotta give Dave Ramsey an applause. Right now, because he has, that's right, <laughs> he has reached Leo. Now, I'm going to tell you this real quick. So, I respect Dave Ramsey. And no, Dave, I ain't getting on you if this show gets to you or whatever. That's not what it's about. But I respect Dave Ramsey um, and, you know, how he says to go about it with <clears throat> being frugal, you know, managing your money, you know, and, 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 you know, using cash and not taking out loans and using credit, et cetera, yada, yada, yada. And some people disagree with him and et cetera, right? There's a lot of people on YouTube, you know what I'm saying, giving it to you real. And here's the reality of it. There's the, there's the Wall Street trapper, right? There's a lot, so there's a lot of people, a lot of good information, mm-hmm. a lot of good information. We encourage you to find somebody you like that fits you and you use that person. But I'm going to get back on Leo. So Leo <laughs> likes Dave Ramsey, right? So we had this conversation one time and him liking Dave Ramsey. Leo's a big, you know, uh, he rides, this is how, this is how into Dave Ramsey he is. We ride down the street and Leo sees a, I mean, he sees a, a, a bootleg whip, right? Like a car, is a hoopty, right? I mean, he see a car that's like, man, like, I mean, it's on his, it's been on his last leg, right? And Leo's like, oh, man, I bet they got money. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they got money, right? Because the car is bogus. So he's like, they ain't paying no note. They ain't paid a note in 30 years. It's a 1998, you know what I'm saying, Buick Rust Skylark. Bucket, yeah. You know what I'm saying? No offense to those who still got Buick Skylarks. So, Props to you, actually, if you still got <laughs> So he see it instant. He be like, oh, they got money. Then Leo see somebody in the BMW, like, they broke. <laughs> I'm like, you know how much they're paying for the car note? <laughs> Just right. so you know, not even a BMW, the average car note right now is yeah. $712 Oof. for 72 months. Oof. Actually, that was about last month. Inflation's up higher, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm going to say this, okay, because I'm going right, to, I like to say in this conversation, because here's some things that me and Leo kind of get into about, like, I'm a, I am a realist, and I'm not saying he's not, but I, I always say I'm a realist, right? So, for me, look, if you like nice things, I'm not saying you can't have those nice no, things. No, we're not saying that. Neither right? am I. Right. He's not saying you can't have nice things, okay? <laughs> Dave Ramsey is. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> what I am saying is, um, you just have to, you know, this perspective, right? I mean, there's a, uh, you have to be able to say, okay, in moderation, I'm going to go ahead and say, if I need the nice house, maybe I don't need to have the nicest cars. If I want to take the nicest vacation, then maybe I don't need to have the nicest house, right? If I want to buy all the top brand, name brand clothes all the time, then maybe I need to sacrifice someplace else. But there's always something you can sacrifice in order to think, get things you want. That's what we're saying. So, we're not saying don't go out and be frugal to the day you die and then somebody else, you know. No, no, you still got to enjoy it. Yeah, right? somebody else lives yeah. and spends your wealth. Exactly, right. I mean, that's kind of biblical right there. Right. <laughs> right. So that's not what we're getting at. Um, it's that right balance, right? Trying to find that balance. Um, and I go back to budgeting, right? You can yeah. still enjoy yourself. I mean, I have fun. I enjoy myself. I'm not saying I made it, but, you know, yeah, I live comfortable. And you can still have fun. Yeah. Um. And again, I believe it comes down to here. Everything we're going to speak on, it's it, it might get you out of your comfort zone. For mm. some of you, you might already be doing it, but it is going to get you out of your comfort zone. And one of the reasons I speak about Dave Ramsey is because you know what? At first, I'm like, oh, okay, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. And I tried it half. I mean, I, I did about half of it, right? 
I started gaining some traction, gaining some ground, and then I'm like, oh, I got this. And yeah. guess what? I went back to my old ways. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. for me, it's like once I actually, you know, for me that worked. Listening to him, and well, work was constantly listening, having that that encouragement. Yeah, right. Because a lot of my friends are, you know, buying Jordans. Um, I finally got my first pair of Jordans, and I'm 37. Um, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Did and I, he wait, gave the and he gave wait, the age out with it. He said, <laughs> "No, I, mean, I think I said twenty-seven, right?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, right. I'm joking. Um, I, I've only had one pair of Jordans in my life, actually. And, and real side note, I only had them. I think I had to be twenty or nineteen, or whatever. And I bought some Jordans. I thought I was doing like, yeah, it, it was alright. Yeah, you know, I know some people that are like Jordans. Yeah, they. Yeah. I mean, they own like every freaking yeah. pair, and if they sold that, they have oh, wealth. Yes, right? yes, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, maybe that's like a savings for them. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's that sense, right? Um actually once I got I didn't even buy them. I was uh blessed <laughs> my nephew blessed me with them. <laughs> so thank you, nephew. Um Yeah, but even those little things like that, right? Seeing where your money's going. Uh-huh. L- l- let's just start off with the basics, right? A lot of times we have certain things we like to do and we do them temporarily and then we stop. Yeah. Let's say, for example, we might have a membership somewhere, right? Right. Yeah. So we get a membership. We're spending, you know, 30, 40 bucks a month and we're not even using it. Right. That's just one. Then we have another membership, another 20 bucks. <laughs> right. I had a membership for a car wash that I forgot I had. I didn't even use that thing. It was, I mean, it was 15 <laughs> bucks, but still I wasn't using it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, There's another membership that I have for $49 that I wasn't using. Right. So now they're alone. We're talking about. right there with two things or even more than that. Yeah. So little things like that, that we can cut out, right? The simple things, let's start basics with that. Right. I mean, we can get deeper into it, but just some basics like that where we can have money stretch a little bit further. And I would say, you know, when we talk about wealth, understand wealth don't mean you had, you know, when we say wealth to, you know, and equated to abundant life, that doesn't mean you have to be a millionaire. I'm sure you would love to, we would too. Right. Mm-hmm. And we plan on it, yes, right? I mean, do. that's that's something we'll get into later on, too, about how we strategize and we structured our lives to be able to be millionaires. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, but with that being said, we just believe abundant life means that you're not living check to check, and you're scared, and you're scared you're, they're going to turn the lights off, right? You want to live comfortable. You want to be able to say, hey, "I'm not worried about money. I have a decent savings, right? You know, I I have a a college plan for my kids, or fun for my kids, or I've invested things like that." If you're living a comfortable life, because everybody ain't going to be rich. I mean, think about mm-hmm. it, right? So we understand that. We're not saying you have to be, you know, a, you know very rich to be, to be, uh, to equate abundant life. What we are saying is being a good steward of your money. There it is, being a good steward. Like you have to be a good money. steward, knowing what you can and cannot afford, not trying to live with the Joneses. Because a lot of us, let's be honest, we grew up, you know, you got to keep up with the Joneses. I know I did growing I up did in, too. In, in the city. It's like, yo, I mean, I mean, we understood that if I can get it. I, a nice little whip and throw some rims on it. Man, nice range. Throw some rims on it. Pay about eight hundred fifty dollars a month for one month because then I can't afford the rest. <laughs> right. But I'm still living in my mama basement. Like it don't work that way. So what we're saying is being a good steward of your money. Where's your money going, right? And we'll talk about tips. I may not get into everything today, but we'll talk about tips on how to get your money to grow for you and work for you. You know, um, and we'll talk about some areas of opportunity that 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 we had to learn from to get to some places where we are. And we're still growing, right? We're still growing. But I just want to make sure I put that out there. Like, when you hear wealth, I don't want everybody being turned off. Like, we don't care what you make. I don't care if you make forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 a year. 
always remember this. Not what you make. It's about how much you can put away. Yes. Right? Or how much you're spending. Oof, that can now, hurt. We understand. We've had this conversation before. Yes, we have. Right? About some people who are not as blessed as others to bring in a higher income to be able to, you know, to, to invest and save. You know, if you're a single mom and you got three kids or whatever and you working a job and you're making $35,000 a year and you're doing and, the best you can. Daddy's not around. He ain't helping. Right. You know I mean? It's like we understand it's tough. We do. But it doesn't mean you can't achieve abundant life. It's just going to be a little bit tougher. We get it. I'm a, I'm a realist, but it don't mean you can't achieve it. So that's what I want to kind of break out with, with that. I'm going to give it back to you, but I want to make sure people understand when we say wealth, they ain't thinking like, you know, Mark Cuban. Like, no, we ain't saying no, that. No, no, We're just no. saying that being a good, stu- uh, good steward so you can, you know, so you can manage to gain some type of wealth because you don't need a ton. But everything you're able to pass down to the next generation, guess what? They can use and they can grow it and they can do the same thing. But the first thing you have to do is educate yourself about money and finances. There, yes, you have to educate yourself because no one's going to do it for you. No. You have to take the time to educate yourself um, for your own growth, right? Investing in yourself. Keep that in mind. Invest in yourself. One thing I'm going to say is pay yourself first. Right. Pay yourself. You deserve it. So I was going to say that. So, yeah, give some tips. What are some mm-hmm. tips that right now if somebody's listening and saying, okay, so I great, I hear you, blah, 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 blah. What are some things I can start doing no matter what my budget is, no matter how much I make, what are some things I can start doing to at least start to see some of my money and start to live an abundant life? Perfect. Um, I'm going to start off with a budget. We got to get on a budget, right? A lot of us don't know where our money's going. Mm. That's one main thing. Get on a budget. Write down. I'll suggest you write down every bill you have that goes out every month. I actually did that with my parents uh, about two months ago. Mm. And um, I was actually surprised. I, figured, I thought that they like, knew exactly how much they were spending every month. Um, but when I suggested it, they were open, and I sat down with them and, and went through every bill, and now they know exactly how much goes out every month. So, again, a lot of us don't do that. So I would say sit down, right? right. Every bill, water bill, light bill, car right. note, right. phone bill. Um, most importantly, also, too, what I was saying earlier, all those memberships you have that you're not using. I'm not saying it's all of you, but certain memberships that you're not using, write everything down so you know how much money is going out every single month. It might be fifteen hundred, might be six thousand. You know, you're gonna fall somewhere in there. Might be less, might be more. Write those things down, right? And then see how much you're bringing home. How much do you bring home after taxes? You got to make sure there's still money at the end of the day, right? A lot of the times is we don't have money at the end of that month. It all goes out. So we got to see what we can cut out right off the bat. Okay, you get on a budget. Now you know what expenses you have, how much is coming in. Okay, from these expenses, what are things that I can cut out? Also, make sure you write down when you go out to eat. That's a big expense. A lot of uh, That was one of my biggest expenses. I used to go out to eat every day. Mm. Every day. And sometimes twice a day. And then I would wonder why I was broke or I didn't have money to put up. Um, but I always blamed everyone else, you know, I'm, at least that was me. Now, again, don't forget, we're talking about some things that's making people uncomfortable. Yes, these are uncomfortable right? conversations. I had to look at myself with this. Yeah. Right. I, I, I was I was pretty bad at it, man. I'm, I was probably one of the worst up there. You know, I was competing on mm-hmm. how much my my money can leave my <laughs> hands um, after all that hard, hard work. Yeah. Um, something, too, that if you calculate, okay, I'm going out to eat. 
right? And it cost me 30 bucks, right? Food, drinks, whatever. I mean, I don't drink alcohol, but, um, you know, Sprite, you go out with someone. Let's say it's 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. How much you make an hour? How many hours do you have to work just to buy that one meal? Mm. Nice way to that. break it down. Good way to break down, right? So I got to work. I got to deal with my boss. I got to deal with these people that work for an hour and a half, two hours, whatever that is, right? Whatever your hourly rate is, just to buy this one burger sandwich, right? Everything's right. going up in, in prices, right? So man, eating we, out, sheesh. Everyone, I mean, we all know right now in this market uh, with everything that's going on and, you know, I don't <laughs> I won't get into that, but with everything going on, like the expenses are up. Everything is up, right? Everything. Not just gas. I don't care what you go shopping for. It is up. And unfortunately, the only thing that's not up is your paycheck. Yeah. Right? So, but you have to prepare. Like, you have to position yourself and your family. And again, this is uncomfortable territory, right? This is, you know, troubled waters where we don't want to step into because we're uncomfortable about having these conversations with our spouse or with our kids or in our household or even with ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. You know? Because we're used to going out every Friday night with the fellas or the girls. Or we're used to, you know, spending money frivolously. Like, we're not being a good steward. And so we have to learn how to be a little bit more frugal. And like I said, you got to know, you know, only you know your pocketbook and only you know where you can start to scale back money. Whether it's that cable bill. Sorry, Comcast. I'm paying too much for TV. I can get me, you know... uh, a TV that's going to stream or I can, yeah. you know, or something like that or, or Amazon stick or fire stick or something like, and you just, got, you know, they're not sponsoring those just yet. They're not exactly. So, um, yeah, but you look at it direct in ways like that to cut expenses. Right. Right. That's one thing we did too. A couple of years ago, we cut cable and it was one of the best things we did. Um, you know, there's so many streaming services, now. Hulu, you got a uh, sling, you have uh, Netflix, um, that you can use. I mean, there's many more. But it's going to save money. Yeah. Um, and when I say get a budget, I already listed, you know, listing your expenses, how much money is going out. But also, out of that budget, little, you know, rewarding yourself a little bit. Okay, out of this paycheck, I'm going to use 50 bucks for myself. Mm-hmm. And the rest, now you you do a percentage. You know, you decide that. Okay, every paycheck, I'm doing 10%. I'm dedicating that to me, or 15%, right? And then 20% I'm saving. All right, I'm going to stop you there for a second. Yeah. This right here actually works. Something that <clears throat> he shared with me a while back. And a lot of you may already know this. So, again, if you already know it, I would say taking the good, throw out the bad, right? So, taking what we're saying is good that you need. If it's something you already know, then keep it up. But something that's really good that I learned some years ago, uh, and Leo was one of the guys that brought up, and another buddy of mine brought up. I won't bring his name up on air because I'm not giving him any airtime, and uh, he's not earning money from it. But uh, was, hey, how many people aren't really paying themselves, Right. And the problem is if you wait until you get paid and say, okay, I'm going to take this money and put it in a different account. No, man, like you can go to your human resources department uh, or, you know, whatever that department is and say, hey, you know what, when I get paid, take a certain percentage out and send it to this account. Send it to a separate account. Yes. What I did was I created a credit union, created a credit union. I opened a credit union account and I just started taking a percentage. When I get paid, instantly that percentage goes off. To that account, I never see it out of sight, out of mind, out of sight, out of mind. Because in the beginning, I kept doing what most people do, which mm-hmm. is, oh, when I get it, I'll take the money and I'll separate it. Easier but said ne- than done. You never do it, right? And for those who are doing it, God bless you. But <clears throat> if you just get it taken out of your account before you even see the money, you'll be paying yourself first. So I just wanted to make sure I add that in there, and it really does help because you start to grow your savings account or whatever the account is. 
without you really even knowing it. And any extra you get, you can throw over there. But go ahead. Yes. And, and again, these are just like basics. And, you know, we can dive in deeper, maybe another episode or sure. if we have time today. Um, yeah, so paying yourself is very important, right? Um, that's something, this wise man told me that he was retired. He was buying cars every year cash. And that's one thing he told me was, you got to pay yourself. Pay yeah. yourself. Pay yourself. You know, we work all these hours just for that money to go out of our fingers to pay other things, bills. Um, so that's very important that you do that. Another thing is, it's going to be tough, right? Because you're going to be going against the grain, right? So don't conform to the ways of the world. Your friends, what are they going to want to do? Go out every weekend. Maybe not every weekend. Depending on who your friends are. They're going to go out to eat um, and enjoy themselves. And one of the hardest things for me was saying, oh, I can't go out this weekend. Right. Right. I, I would stay home. I would cook at home. Um, and I'm very blessed that my wife was, uh, she's, she was very frugal. I was the big spender. I didn't look at ticket prices or tags and it was very foolish of me. But doing those things is going to really help you folks out. Stay home sometimes. Again, you can still reward yourself here and there, but right now, especially I'm saying next year, I think it's gonna be a tougher year than this year. So if you already start doing some of these things now and breaking those old habits, you'll be in a better situation when others are uh, not at that time. And again, getting back to basics, your friends might think you're crazy. I have people think like, man, is everything all right? Are you and your wife okay? Um, just cause we stop going out as much because we realize how much we're spending. Think about it. If you, if you go out every Friday and Sunday, I mean, what are average bills right now by yourself? Normally if you go out, let's say the minimum you're spending 15 bucks. You do that twice. That's 30 bucks, right? Now you're looking at 120 bucks a month, over 12, 1300 bucks a year just there. And I would say, I think a lot of us spend a lot more than that. Um, just eating out. Yeah. I mean, if you go to just a common restaurant, look, Pertillo's alone, <clears throat> right? Pertillo's alone, you spend about, you know, for those who know Pertillo's is because I know they're not in every state, but you're going to spend on a meal on the average place, probably about just for a burger, fries, and a drink, about maybe $12. Mm-hmm. So, the reality of it is, is that's and that's not going in and sitting down at a nice, decent exactly. restaurant. So the reality of it is, is, you know, what areas, again, in your life, can you say, hey, I can scale back on this? And then that money, what are you doing with that money? Now, let's go to phase two. If you put your money in the bank account, that's great. You're saving. The problem is, how much interest are you earning on your money in the bank account? Right. Banks don't really. So let me tell you how this works real quick. The banks, when you put your money in the bank. The bank takes your money and they do what you should be doing with your money. They invest it. Yes. It's like a liability for them to have the money. They want to get rid of your money as quickly as possible. Exactly. And they loan that money out. So what happens is uh, you may have heard me mention before in the episode that, you know, we we bought a house um, and when we purchased a home. That money came from the bank, obviously. Okay, I want to live the abundant life, but I ain't living that abundant where I'm paying for this house cash. But the reality of it is, is we have to take a loan out. Well, I'm taking that loan out. Whose money do you think I'm using? I'm using y'all's. Mm-hmm. So when you put your money, here's how it works in, in order. You take your money, you go, you, go, you go to work, you work for your money. You get your paycheck, you go put it in the bank. The bank says, thank you, and the bank takes your money and they invest it. And when they invest it, they make money on your money. 
And then you come back to pull money out. The bank says, thanks. Here you go. I already used your money. I made money off of it. Yeah. And here's your zero yeah, right. point zero <laughs> so, zero percent interest. <laughs> yeah. Right. So the banks are the one making money off you. So understand that. And this is why no matter what, if you had, a, let's say you had a nice significant amount of money in the bank. So let's just call it, I don't know, 800,000 in the bank. And then one day you got upset and you're like, you know what? I'm taking all my money out the bank. Try going to the bank and said, I need my 800 G's up out of there. Mm. You ain't getting it. Nope. The bank going to say, oh, yeah, it don't work that way. We can't just give you that money. Why? Because it's not there. Mm-hmm. They're, they're using it right now. Now, they'll give you some of it. This is why a lot of times they have to go talk to their manager and their manager and et cetera. And then they'll set up a time where they say, well, we can give you money at this time, a different date. But they just can't come out that cash. It don't work that way. Right? Now, if you got $15 in the bank, they give it all to you. But what I'm trying to say is because they invest your money. So the point we're trying to make now is if the banks are investing your money, why won't you just invest it? Because mm. if you put it in the bank, you ain't making no money. Somebody else making money off you. But what if you take your own money and you invest it? Right? So if you took $100, I think you said this before, take $100 today and you go bury it. Where are we in? 2022, right? Let's say in 2098. Okay. <laughs> okay let's go matter of fact let's go so 2092 so 70 years later on you go back to that same place and you dig up that hundred dollars the question is how much is that money worth a hundred dollars <laughs> it's still a hundred dollars now inflation went up so it's not going <laughs> to no, have yeah. the same value <laughs> yeah. but it's still a hundred dollars right like you understand that that hasn't changed that hasn't changed now the difference though is if you take that hundred dollars and you go invest it, how much money can you have in 70 years? And that's just a hundred dollars. Like that's the mindset we have to have. Stop trying to live for today and think about tomorrow. So here, give, give you an idea, right? So when you invest the, your money in like in the, in the market, you yeah. get what's called compound interest. Your money multiplies for you long-term, right? You want to keep it long-term, but doing that same hundred dollars, you said 70 years, right? Yeah. All right. Let's say it grew an average 8% interest rate that you got back in the stock market. That $100 would be worth $21,860.64. Wow. Just in, case, just in case you didn't hear me. Investing $100 and not contributing nothing, not a penny to it. Over a term of 70 years, that would be 21000 $860.64. Wow. What are your thoughts on that? That is, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. If, if, if y'all ain't listening, like understanding, you have to play the long game. Long Right? Game. Like, I know it's like, yeah, but that's 70 years. I'm not telling you wait 70 years. We'll give you an example of how to be able to have your money grow. Your money is a tool. See, when I grew up, a lot of us, especially in the city or minorities, et cetera, we're not taught these things. You think we grew, we grew up to spending our money. We get it, and we go buy the latest gear. Yes. We go hang out, buy and the then we shoes. go back. The weekend come, right? We, we, we splurge, and we go back on Monday, and we start all over again. And money's gone by that. At least for me, it was already gone by Monday. Oh, it's gone. And we wasted <laughs> the most valuable thing we have, which is our time, right? So we're going back, spending all this time at the job, because the job values your time, because they understand your, job, your time is more valuable than the money. That's why they'll pay you the money to put the time in. They ain't putting mm-hmm. it in, right? So you're wasting your time. 
Because what happens is when you go spend that money, all that time you spend at the job is irrelevant. You just spent the whole check. All that time you went, you, you went and put at the job is gone. So you got to do it all over again. Then you wonder why we can't retire. Then you wonder why we can't leave our kids anything, why we can't have any futures. Like understand if you start taking the little bit you have, just a little bit, a little bit, because we understand God says, look, God will give you an increase, but you got to start with the small. So understanding, I don't care where you are, whether you make $40,000 a year, $30,000 a year or $300,000 a year. One cut back on your budget, write down, like Leo said, you write down, okay, where am I overspending? What can I cut back? It's always an area to cut back on. Always, I know always. the most frugal person. I don't do anything. There's always an area mm-hmm. you can, let me say this again. <clears throat> There's always an area you can cut back on. You figure that area out. Write it down. It's important to write it down. And when you write it down and you start figuring out how much you're spending and how much you can save, let's say it comes out to be 250 bucks a month that you can actually save and not spend as much on. Now you take that 250 and say, okay, but what can I, if I'm going to spend it, let me invest it. Let my money make me money. Your money is a tool. What rich people do is they take money. They don't spend money. They use that money as a tool to make them more money. They don't spend their money. They use your money. And we continuously give it to them. And, and how you just said, if you can save two fifty, that's $3,000 in a year. Wow. 3000 You do that for two years, obviously that's $6,000. 6000 in two years. Let's go quick. Four years. Mm. $12,000 It's growing And then I know sometimes It's the time game It's like well Yeah but that's too long And this and that Understand this That time is going to go by Regardless 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 You have to ask yourself This question Where do I want to be In that time frame Do I want to be In the same place I always say I don't like taking The same ground twice Once I conquer something I don't like going back Conquer this thing So you ain't got to go back Like conquer this thing Start with yourself like, okay, look, I'm going to do this and speak words of faith, right? You're a word overcomer. Like you can do all things. So all things. speak these things into, into existence. Now, something else I'm going to tell you that's going to help you, something we all know we just don't do. Start surrounding yourself with people who are like-minded, right? It's going to be difficult to be like, yeah, I ain't going out. I'm not doing this. I'm not spending. But everybody you hang with, that's what they do. And then they're going to drag you out there. Like, come on, you got to come, <laughs> come out. You know, now now you feel guilty. Like, all right. Right. And now you're back to square one. Or it's difficult because you're hanging around the people that's splurging and going out and they're buying things they really can't afford to please mm-hmm. people that don't even know them and don't even care. And now you got to fit in because you got to keep up with what we call the Joneses. And you fall right back into it. So, you know, any alcoholic knows I got to separate myself from people who continuously drink. Any drug addict knows I got to separate from myself, myself from drug addicts. If I want to stop doing those things, well, I got to separate myself from people who ain't like-minded. And then here's the kicker. Put yourself around somebody who is like-minded. Infiltrate. You got to start saturating your mind with the things that you want to be, that you want to do with the places you want to go. Right. The ideas that you want to come to fruition, like you got to be able to start saying, okay, how do I saturate my mind with that? The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So, right, you have to hear these things. Then you can become doers. It ain't going to happen overnight. It's not like now you're going to take this information and go sit down and be like, yo, okay, I got the information. I'm going to sit down and now I'm going to do it. It don't work that way. I understand it because guess what? It takes a while to break bad habits. It does. You've been doing this thing for years. 
Some of you been out here and you've been mishandling your finances for years. Since you can remember. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Like we, I'm not telling you I've been any better. Like I understand that. What I'm telling you is it took me, it took me to have to start separate myself from certain people and then put myself around the people that was trying to do good and then learning these things and educate myself. It's my money. I'm responsible for my money. Yes. Right. I mean, we talk about it. Leo, how many, let's be honest. Give these people an idea of how much time you actually spend on researching, listening and saturating your mind on finances. I mean, I, I, Give you an idea. When I wake up and I drive, sometimes even when I'm getting ready, I'll play videos. I'll listen through YouTube. See, the thing is, we have technology now, yeah. right? We don't have to pay someone, right? Think about older folks, right? They, they had to go meet a financial guy. They had to read a book, right? Read the newspaper. We have technology now where we can hit play on our phones instead of watching YouTube videos on random <laughs> stuff, right? There's so many, you know, endless things you can watch. So for me, when I wake up, I, I, I listen, right? I'm, I'm feeding my mind with these things already. On my car ride to work, I'm listening. So I'm constantly learning. I can jam out to music, you know, once in a bloom when I do that. But majority of the time, I'm feeding my, myself with this knowledge because no one else is going to do it for me. Mm. Say that one more time, please. No one else is going to do this for you. They can lead me. you. They can again. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Correct. You can't. You can't. De- it's your money. Like it's your money. So don't depend on somebody else to come in and, and to, 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 to to take care of your money. Like you're responsible for it. And right now, like you said, with so much technology, you can educate yourself with enough and arm yourself with enough information just to do the bare basics. Yes, and, and that's what we're we're getting to right now. It's just the basics, right? We can dive in deeper later on, but right now we just want to get the basics. Um. On this, right, and also surround myself around like-minded people, and I ask a lot of questions. I, I meet older folks; some are retired, um, and I pick their brain. What did you do? How did you do it? What words of wisdom can you pass down to me? What would you do differently? And I, I won't forget this: this one guy told me, "Save more." He said, mm. "You're never going to retire or be old and be like, I saved too much money." He mm. believed this. I saved too much money. Mm. It's like, save more. And that kind of stuck with me. I was like, wow, okay. Um, Another thing I want to say, too, that we haven't even mentioned yet is credit cards. Mm. Credit cards. Right now, they say it's like the highest debt with people with uh, credit cards right now. Um, 2020, during COVID, it was the highest savings people had. And it was for a good reason, right? No one was going out. Right? We didn't have to floss in front of people and be like, hey, look what I have. Look what I bought. Um. And now it's the opposite. So be careful. It can get dangerous with credit cards, right? Because it's, it's money you don't see. It's easy to just rack it up. I've been there. Guilty. Guilty of racking credit cards up, paying it off. I'm like, oh, I'm good now. And guess what? Charge yeah. them right back up. Yeah. Um, but it's crucial to, to get those paid down. It's crucial to pay them off. Um, again, Dave Ramsey, I'm, I'm just list a couple of things right here for you. Um, list your debt. Right, you list your debt, highest to lowest, all your credit cards, highest to lowest, and you just start tackling the lowest one first. What happens is once you pay that first one up, you get encouraged. You're like, okay, I see some traction here. You get excited about it. Now you use that money to pay the next credit card, and it continues. It's a process, right? And 
he talks about you know being on rice and beans. He doesn't literally mean being rice and beans. What he means is <laughs> you got to cut expenses, right? Which is okay. I look. I grew up on rice and beans with seven of us growing up, and we knew every bean: pinto <laughs> beans, green <laughs> beans, black beans, lima beans. Yeah. I mean, every bean in the every world. Bean. I can keep going. I mean, we ate every bean, right? <laughs> and we were full. But when you're hungry, you're gonna eat. Yeah, you're gonna eat, right? And this information, when you're desperate, let me tell you something. I talk to a lot of people, but I always say this. The information that you get is up to you to do something with. The information is beneficial when you're desperate. See, people who are desperate, they don't care where the help comes from. Mm -mm. They just want help, right? And they're willing to try. They're willing to try. I ain't got nothing to lose. I'm desperate. So understand when you're desperate. Now, if you ain't desperate yet and you're still still thinking you're doing all right, well, then keep doing what you're doing. But if you're like, yo, I, I think I really want to try to live this abundant life. I don't want finances to hold, hold you know, to be to be uh, an issue for me. I don't want finances to be on my thought every single day. I don't want bills to be, you know, taking over my life. I don't want to go to work every day just to go to come back home and be behind on bills. I want to be able to see a future. I want to be able to retire. I want the peace that passes all understandings. Mm. I want to be able to go to sleep at night and not worry about how I'm going to pay the light bill, the gas bill, the grocery bills, how the kids going to eat. I don't want to. Worry about how am I fix, how am I, how am I going to fix the car? I want to know that I have an emergency fund. I want to know yes. that I have money that I've saved for retirement. I want to know that I have invested wisely. I want to know that my family's secure for the future. I want to know that if I broke my leg tomorrow, I'm still good. If I don't have to, if I can't get back to work for the next two months, it doesn't happen overnight. But you have to start making these arrangements, and it starts with you. Think about this. If you would have started this five years ago, where would you be right now? Oh, think about that. Right. Cause right now we're thinking about, oh, I'll start it now. You know, it's, it's out of, out of my comfort zone. How am I going to get started? Just get started. That's the main thing. Just get started. Start applying some of these things. If you started five years, where would you be right now? But are you tired? Right. Mm-hmm. Cause if you're not tired, like I said, you're not going to do it. So that's the thing. But we, we want, again, we want to encourage you. Then you can do this. And again, uh, before we go off the air, we want to make sure you can always email us. Uh, uh, again, all ministries to that's the number two at gmail.com. E- if you have questions about it, email us, right? If you have questions about it, uh, if you're if you if you if you think we haven't addressed something, because there's a lot that goes into this. There's, there's so much that goes yeah. in. Again, we're just scratching the surface. We want to get deeper into it. And we can't be here all night. We have to be, but we want to give you at least some of the basics of where you can actually start mm-hmm. with your finances. And that's being aware of where you are. And I don't care what age you're in. I don't care what your age bracket is. Obviously, the younger, the better if you start doing these things now. But it's never too late. Like, you can tackle some of these things, but you have to take back control of your finances. So, uh, if you have questions about it, you can email us again, allministries2 at gmail.com. We will be quick to make sure we respond to you and help you out and direct you into the right, you know, in the right area because everyone's not in the same situations. Correct, correct. Um, some of you said is, you know, you... You have to be tired, right? Tired of it. And for me, that was I was just tired of being broke. Just yeah. tired of being broke, right? Tired. Of, how's that I'm making money, but I have nothing? How's that I'm making money and I'm eating peanut butter, no jelly sandwich because I don't have money to buy jelly? You have to get tired, right? And also, this way you can pass down generational wealth. Pass this wisdom to family, friends, your kids. Pass that down, right? And again, I can't wait till, you know, Jesse, you know, Gives his testimony about his journey with buying his home, 
right? It's it's not easy. You know, as we're saying, don't think that we're like, oh, yeah, it's easy and one, two, three. It takes work and sacrifice. Yeah. I mean, it, it, and, and so we'll get into that story another time, but that was, it was a journey. It was, it was a lot of issues at stake. Um, but I do want to tell you, again, you can do all things. So you can achieve and you can accomplish. But first, you have to be humble enough to say, hey, you know what? I need help. I need help with these things because it is very important. If you've ever been to a restaurant or to a store and you give them your debit card and you pray and it goes through, Ooh, this there. message is for you, yes. right? <laughs> if you're trying to figure out if I'm going to pay my car note or I'm going on vacation, this message is for you, mm-hmm. right? If you've ever been on vacation and you came back home and you're like, yo, I spent all the bill money. Now it's time to deal with reality again. This message is for you, right? And if you think that you have a problem with money and you're not a good steward and you don't have control of your money and you have to be, you have to keep up the Joneses. I got to have nice cars and nice rims. I got to have all the, everything for the house. I have to like, if you don't know when to shut it down and say, yo, this is going above and beyond my budget. Right. Like you said earlier, budget is not a dirty word. We just hate to hear it because who wants to be on the budget? Mm-hmm. Right. Because you're telling yourself, no, I can't afford this. And the reality of it is I can't afford to not be disciplined because if I'm not disciplined, I'm not going to retire. You know, you don't want to be that, that, that person who so-called retired, but you still work at the Walmart or the target trying to make ends meet. It ain't fun. Do this while you're young. Yes. You get older. It ain't going to be easy. And I think right now people have to understand the times we're in as we get really close. Leo kind of, you know, harped on it earlier. We're in some tough times now. Inflation's at its highest. We both work in the financial market a little bit. So I've been in finances for, I worked in the mortgage industry, car industry, et cetera. So it's been some years. You know, Leo's been in the finance industry for, for some years. So we somewhat know what we're talking about. We ain't saying we're geniuses, but we can tell you what's going on in the markets. We can tell you what's going on with the, with the people we deal with from a financial standpoint. We can tell you our own personal experiences and what we've learned. But the reality of it is, is right now we are in tough times. Rates are going up. They ain't going down. Right? So if rates are going up, that means everything is getting more pricier. You want to borrow money? Guess what? It's going to cost you more. So you understand there's a lot of things that you have to do to start protecting your money. Right? We'll talk about credit at some point, too, because that's huge. Because obviously, right? I mean, you want to have good credit. Um, We can't cover everything one episode. But we understand this is part of building wealth so you can achieve the abundant life. And the purpose behind that is to say, I'm not worried now if an emergency pops up, I can cover it. I'm not worried now that if I need a new car, I can get it. Right? I'm not worried now because guess what? I can go ahead and buy the house that my family needs. If you're stuck in right now, if you're stuck in a rent game, it's tough. Because rent right now is about... It's, Going almost as much as mortgages, right? If not more expensive than mortgages. Yeah, Yeah. it's crazy. And it's like, man, I can be affording the house right now. Then why ain't you, right? How come you're not in the house right now? We want to cover those things. We want to help you to get Get a game plan. Yeah, a game plan. It starts, and we'll get a chance, and like I said, another episode to cover, um, you know, my journey, because I think it's interesting. I think it'll really help some people um, when they get to understand my journey and where I was, And what helped me, right, on this conquest we call Abundant Life. We appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, Leo, any last words? Yes, and then here, keep in mind, 
you might have, you know, you might be doing these things and you're going to have people that are not going to believe in you. But just know that Jay and myself here, we believe in you. We believe that you can have the abundant life. We believe you can make these changes. And again, please, any questions, reach out, email us, allministries2, number two, at gmail.com. As always, we appreciate you lifers. Uh, We really appreciate everything. We appreciate you tuning in. Uh, We want to make sure that um, we keep you all covered in prayer and vice versa. Continue to let people know about us. Continue to get people on, you know, on the platform here to listen to us. We want to be a blessing in their life too. Um, and I hope you're growing with it. Like we hoping that, you know, some of the things that help you out so you can work to achieve the abundant life. And again, that's always faith, family, health, and wealth. If you have those four keys, then you're living the abundant life. Abundant life, abundant life. So lifers, that's right. We call you lifers, lifers. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. And as always continue to live the abundant life. This is Jay Danielle. And Leo Lopez checking out. And once again, we always appreciate you guys um, tuning in. Thanks again. And uh, have a great, wonderful day. God bless you.